0: Hello and welcome to episode 15 of The Comedian's Tea Party with Psy And And this episode, I've got Daniel Triscott. Now, immediately, I will apologise for the sound quality of the recording. Basically, I met up with Dan when I went down to Cornwall for a gig for Graham Wilkes. And when I arrived, I realised that I'd left my... Laptop at home so recording quickly became impossible when I realized that I had my uh, my little backup recorder so I recorded on that it and it, it's come out all right but it, you know it, it may not be to its sort of usual quality but I hope that's okay I hope you're all well I hope you all had a lovely Christmas and New year's uh, I did thanks for asking. We had a lovely chat. We're talking about the history of gunpowder, as you do, because that is related to the tea. Uh, speaking of the tea, thank you very much again to the Clean Tea Company, whose tea I finally drank, and it is genuinely very, very tasty indeed. So uh, thanks for that. Go and check them out. I'll pop the uh, social links for them on the podcast description, so go and have a look at that. Additionally, as well as the sound issues, we uh, were basically just in the green room of the gig and there's a, a little lift in there where people sort of come up and they come through, so we got interrupted a few times, including one guy who he was a lovely guy, but uh, he he came up and, and chatted for a good five minutes and in the middle of that he noticed that we were recording a podcast uh, and then continued for another three minutes. I, I've, I've left a little bit of that in. Just for comical effect, because <laughs> it was it was a surreal moment. Oh, I said during the podcast that I'd let you know how the gig went. It was good. It, it was it was very fun indeed. Uh, so. Yeah, worth the drive. A hell of a drive. And thanks again to Ian Bowden for putting me up in his house. That was very kind. Yeah, we talk many things. We talk various acts who are able to play completely unplayable gigs, one of whom I've got coming on soon, the other of whom I will try to get soon. We talk about The Fringe and how they're on the Cornish Comedians Showcase, and that is worth mentioning for the Australian listeners, because I know there are uh, some of you. Right, Without further ado, I'll let you get on with the podcast. I hope you enjoy it see you after right it's going to sound like a slightly weird recording on this because uh like a classic Eves move i have left half of the equipment at home and i am in cornwall and it's not convenient for me to go back uh, so we're recording on my backup recording device and I, I think hopefully it's going to be okay but largely what i'm saying is hello and welcome to the comedians tea party with side with me side Eves, and this week i say this week it's been a little while since i recorded a proper episode but this episode, uh, I've got the special guest of Daniel Triscott. Hello. Hello, how are you doing? Uh, yeah, good, good. I'm excited
1: to be here after learning about it about half an hour ago. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, it's the best time to learn is just, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, we've got, we've got some food coming. So I've driven down to Cornwall uh, for a gig, and Graham, the guy who booked me for the gig uh, forgot that I asked him to do the podcast uh, <laughs> and he's, he's, he's otherwise busied himself. But it's, is he, you know, he's a busy man. Uh, yeah, he's going to come yeah. in and bring us some burgers in a bit. And then, well, I'm having a burger. You're having a vegan pie. Yes. Uh, are you a vegan? Uh, no, but I, I just, just thought I'd just embrace, enjoy the, yeah, yeah, I just yeah, embrace what they got to offer. Take about. the food away from the vegans. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Now, are, are you a tea man? Uh, I do,
1: I drink a lot of tea, but in terms of quality, I don't, like I'm not a connoisseur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I have what people throw at me, let's put it that way. Yeah, so I'm, if it's anywhere between PG and raspberry, this, that and the other, I'll just drink anything. Yeah. I'm absolutely fine.
0: Is it warm? I'll have it. Yeah, 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 yeah. pretty much, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not particularly a tea connoisseur, but that was sort of why <laughs> I wanted to start the podcast. Yeah, 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 So Good that idea. I could, uh, not to become a connoisseur, but just so I could have more... Tea, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, and it's worked because I've got sent loads of free tea. Nice one. Like, I've, I don't know if you've seen that box, but yeah, yeah it's absolutely massive. Yeah, there's a, 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 about five hundred tea bags in there. Well, yeah, I was looking through. Is it
1: loads of different cuz There's a fair few twining as I can see. Yeah, and you've got, got a, Clean Tea Company as well. Yeah,
0: Clean Tea Company, which is what we're going to be uh, drinking today, because nice uh, the the poor guy he he keeps emailing me to say if you. Have you tried the tea yet? And uh, <laughs> I've been so busy, what with sort of uh, getting engaged, as I as, uh, mentioned on the last episode, thank you very much. And uh, and buying a house and that, I've just not recorded any episodes. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, and I promised in the next episode I record, we'll have the, the uh, clean tea company tea. Uh, and that's what we're doing. And this one is, it's Moroccan mint, gunpowder green. It, when you said that, it really, the, the word gunpowder there has really thrown me it's, as it, to what it's, this is going to be like yeah i I read the box ages ago when he sent it to me and uh, i haven't read it since and i've just read it and it's frightening Uh, (laughs) hopefully it doesn't hurt um now if you had to guess the ingredients we briefly discussed it a minute ago but if you had to guess the ingredients what would you guess Uh, well mint initially must be what percentage uh it'll be, be give it a smell right and see
1: if you can guess what percentage (laughs) <laughs> what percentage of smells it's, going through? It smells very minty. It does, but I can imagine that's like it, it's it's deceptive because you
0: probably don't need a lot of mint. It is deceptive, and it's, it's less than I thought it was going to be. It's three percent. I was going to say like ten. Yeah, so three. percent Not even that. Um, and guess how many other ingredients there are. Uh, what are the number of ingredients? Yeah, uh, uh, four other ingredients. Incorrect. It is one. One what? other ingredient. We've got ninety-seven percent. Of Chinese pinhead gunpowder green tea. Now, so sorry. So
1: ninety percent of this, ninety-seven percent of this tea is another tea.
0: Uh. Well. Yeah. No. It's three. <laughs> it's three percent peppermint. Yeah. Ninety-seven percent gunpowder it, green tea. Which oh might, right so yeah, yeah so
1: it's that's the type of tea that's making it up
0: but it's got a three percent moroccan peppermint i assume it's moroccan peppermint because yeah. it's
1: called moroccan mint yeah that would make sense yeah because that's when say it's moroccan mint gunpowder i thought surely if gunpowder they'd be chinese but then if it's chinese gunpowder green tea oh
0: <laughs> well, yeah Chi- yeah chinese pinhead gunpowder green tea so, yeah yeah that
1: is... so yeah so yeah so that that was my initial concern is
0: gunpowder a chinese thing then yeah yeah they invented it Oh god! Like, something like four
1: or five thousand years ago. Really? Yeah. And the bloke, the bloke who invented it, or maybe it some in the early days when it was invented, uh, one of the guys. I don't know how true this is, but it was. Uh, it, he, he basically strapped a load of fireworks to a, the, the legs of a chair yeah. because he wanted to get to the moon. So he thought Big he could marine. fly up. To, he obviously, he had no idea how far the moon was away. Yeah. So he just thought, oh, it's probably just up there. So he. He strapped a load of like fireworks or just lit a load of gunpowder underneath
0: his chair. And uh, yeah, that was the end of that guy. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's not smart. Uh, <laughs> interestingly, that reminds me uh, that I uh, recently, because I got bored, uh, looked up what hoisted by your own petard means. Mm-hmm. Do, you know, do you know what it is? Uh, well, I don't know the origin or anything like that of it. Uh, well, do you, know, do you know what a petard is? Uh, I'm sure someone did tell me this, but I've totally forgotten. It's, it's a type of firework like a right. like a, a cross between a bomb and a firework so it's like a <laughs> well wait, hold on I, I mean a firework very much is a bomb in some sense well yeah yeah so it's like a big version um <laughs> just a massive sort of firework like basically oh, so a bomb. it's like
1: uh it's like a big thing that you can set on fire yeah to produce and i think it's a weapon colours. and i
0: can't remember if like <laughs> i can't remember well, ho- if it had a hook on it or but like yeah, i was gonna like, say what the hoisting element got to do with well yeah it? so there's like a chain with a hook on it and i think they used it to sort of launch stuff in the air but that's that's my understanding of it it's a very brief sort of wikipedia description well yeah, and, I was gonna say who did you hear this And on? to be hoisted <laughs> yeah it's, it's wikipedia so it's probably wrong uh, probably completely made up and nothing to do with anyone but yeah so I, that, that is my sort of assumption is that they used it to uh, to launch like weapons and stuff in the air that's mm. why they had the hook on it mm. and if you set it off and it took off and it caught you you'd be hoisted by your own petard oh right so your your
1: attempt to try and do something positive as is...
0: or negative because it's Or yeah but, but, but <laughs> towards,
1: towards the goal I of I doing think something weapons are largely positive but well they're positive possibly for what you want to achieve yeah so if you mess that up you then end up so like you're shooting yourself in the foot. Exactly like that. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've just been, I've just been taking a few sips.
0: Of this yeah, tea. Go on. Is it good? Is, no, it is... We've got, we've got to talk about it quickly because I may run out of battery on the <laughs> recorder because I've left everything at home. And so yeah, we'll, we'll get recorded what we yeah. can. But well, like on. What do you yeah, think? It's,
1: it's very nice. It's very nice. It's uh, uh, the thing I notice with teas a lot of the time. Uh, and I don't know if it's just the sheer heat of them, yeah. but I've, I must have totally destroyed my nose and throat through oh, really? and it. I just drink tea insanely hot. That's that's all I ever do. Oh, yeah. I, just, I like the warm feeling of it. Oh, I do not. And because this is because this is minty as well, it's really it, it's provide a lot of warmth and it's really cleared up my nose. And I've yeah. is that immediately with a really nice mint taste? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? And this is really
0: good. I, tea. I, I've not tasted it yet because it's so hot. Uh, but the smell alone has uh, like, I, I've mm. no, I haven't breathed like this for years. But for this, this, it, it's like, um,
1: well, for, uh, for me, I, I don't know if it's called down or it's just, oh, I just like it that it's heat, or whatever, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's got right. And so the back of the throat, it's just sort of like got a warm sort of last, almost like <laughs> nodule of it. And then the, the sort of the back draft of the mint has come up through my nose, like not too powerfully or anything, but you can really, you can smell it after oh, you've yeah. tasted it in the back.
0: Yeah, it's. it's it just sits there in your throat, doesn't it? Yeah, I've just, yeah. uh, for the for the listeners, I've just tried it. Is, <laughs> that is nice. Yeah. Uh, well, a... I mean, there you go. Uh, thank you. I, do you know what's terrible? Is I'm sure he's told me his name. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember it. I just keep referring to him as the lovely guy from the Clean Tea Company because he's a lovely uh, guy. Well, I think. I think well, could, there's worse descriptions for people. You yeah. Don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this as subtle as possible and, and look it up while I'm. Uh,
1: Well, this is, uh, I mean, uh, to be honest, you're entering into my world where, for the gig we're doing tonight, sight on first, and uh, I'm hosting, and uh, obviously put together by Graham Wilkes, running it and stuff, but uh, yeah, I just emcee a lot of his gigs all the time, and luckily I know pretty much everyone on the bill, except for Pierre, Uh, Pierre Hollins on last. Um, but that's yeah, I know the name really well. But the number of gigs where he's got like new people, like like with the one down in Toast, yeah, where there's new people on doing it for the first time, and they'll have like ridiculous oh, sweet yeah, Food's alright. burger, burger. Uh, burger that way. Oh then yeah, then thank then you very this much. This way, awesome. cheers, man. Ooh. Nice one. Thanks, man. <laughs> <Would you rather laughs> a oh well, oh cheers, yeah, yeah. Cheers, man. man. Awesome. Right. Well, this is. I mean, this <laughs>
0: this is basically just. A podcast with someone's dinner. Yeah, but just just (laughs) drink drink some tea, eat some dinner. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the the number of times I do gigs and like first timers who have the most ridiculous names, and because you don't know them, it doesn't roll off the tongue or anything like that. And you've got to remember like 10 people that you're hosting. Oh, Oh, It's the worst, yeah. And I've never, and doing it a lot, you'd think you'd get better at it, but I've just never sort of acclimatised. Have you gig much in London? uh, not Not as having host stuff, but yeah, I've done a few a few things with like about 12 people living and right. the rest of it. Yeah, cheers man. Mm. Yeah, if, if I saw a gig in London, where was I?
0: Like Camden Comedy Club or? Oh, okay. Uh, for like a so it's too, pack. It's not too bad there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice, yeah. It's yeah, nice yeah cool. No, I mean, it's, it's a really good night. Uh, yeah, But yeah. like they don't have 70,000 acts on.
1: Yeah, 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 Oh yeah, I think there's only three on. Yeah. <laughs> Plus the MC I so
0: four. I once did a gig in London yeah, and uh, I don't want to say who it was because the guy that booked it <laughs> is a really lovely guy, and I get yeah. on with him really well. Yeah, yeah but sure. he was bragging at the end that he had. I think, <laughs> I think it was thirty-eight acts. What? And it was too many, and it ended at nearly midnight. And the pub kicked us out by the end. They came in turn lights and said, well, "You've
1: got to Sorry, Even if people are doing five minutes,
0: yeah, that is way too. Some many. of us were doing ten. Jesus Christ. Yeah. There was one, there was uh, one. But in... I, I had a guy at him <laughs> and oh, that's, yeah, that, yeah, that totally. is not in my nature to ever go at someone for a no, gig. But, that's, but that... I was just like, it's ridiculous, you can't do that man. Like we'd, we'd driven quite, sort of, you know, it was an hour and a half drive to get there. It was an hour and a half drive to get home. We didn't get home till 1am. We should have been home Jesus by midnight. Christ. Yeah, it, yeah. It, well, it's like um,
1: there was a gig. Um, I, I just got called up to MC last minute because a guy who regularly does it. Uh, uh, I can't remember what he's booked up for. But it was one in Exeter, which is in the uh, the, uh, the, uh, the Barnfield Theatre, or it's it's like theatre, but they've got like a smaller room downstairs, I suppose, the big massive theatre. Right. And uh, that can get loads of people in anyway, even if it's a smaller room. Maybe about, I think fifty or sixty were there, but something along those lines. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, for effectively new material, open mic type stuff. And uh, on the bill was I think sixteen acts. Wow. And so it's like five break. 5 break 6 so they even ended with the most and some people are doing 5's, some people are doing 10's and I I, I, I don't know what people tend to do when they're MCing I tend to just go on and just talk yeah, yeah, yeah. and talk to the audience and just, if you get enough of a laugh if it's between 30 seconds or 2 minutes it can vary a lot but as soon as you've got something that's good enough to lead the next act in you just go bang and certainly if there's a lot of newer acts on you think Oh, they just need a bit of a leg up or they just yeah, you, yeah, know, yeah. you need to you need to wipe the slate clean because they've just you know yeah they've been
0: the comedic palette cleanser yes
1: yes and they've been uh, certainly on this gig there was a few sort of edge lords who were yeah really burned the room let's put it that way often the
0: case it, yes often and uh, case. and you, you should you but should because more in london oh well yeah well yeah, <laughs> yeah I've, well i've seen
1: that in london a couple times yeah. actually but but uh yes yeah, so, so it was it was a lot of acts and then i looked over at the sheet that the guy had uh uh, written up for all the acts and where their slots were and their time and things and it said like 8 o'clock to 8.05 MC then 8.05 to 8.10 first act then 8.10 to 8.15 second act so there was no everything was to the minute yeah, there was yeah, no yeah. in-betweens so I didn't even know this until like say maybe the second section or whatever yeah. and so the guy promoting it was telling me oh can you not do anything in-between acts so we can just get this on the road and it's like just, sorry, I've you got just act, mate. Well, or, or why have you got me at all? Why not just have them introduce each other? Yeah. If it's if it's a case of just bringing them on, yeah. I don't know why you've put me or, or you can do it yourself. Yeah. Or whatever. Like it's totally like you've got to give some eat, like some breathing room and all the rest of it. That one went on to like something like half past eleven, twenty to twelve, Jeez. and it started off late as well. And there's a bunch of people driving back from like Wales. Good grief! Uh, yeah, so they had to go for ages and ages and days. <laughs> And it was just yeah it's and with a lot of newer acts on it wasn't even like it was it was uh, um uh, long in the tooth pros you just needed to try any 10 yeah. to you know see what works and blah, blah blah so you know you know there's you know stuff coming around the corner in terms of quality it was yeah. just it was like pulling teeth towards the end it was really, and most and
0: most of the people by the last section left because it was just dragging on yeah, so much course. and it's just i think it's like even the greatest of pros if a night goes on that late they're going to have a hard time Mm. it doesn't matter how good they are they walk out and a room of people are sitting there going I should be in bed (laughs) yeah yeah, totally nobody's going to have a good time it's not even like it's like a Friday
1: or a Saturday where they don't have to care yeah this is like a I think by a bit of Wednesday or something but where where it's a midweek thing everyone they're not going to be drinking heavily or they're not going to be they're not going to be so relaxed that time constraints aren't a problem for them yeah people are going to be looking at their watch every couple of minutes to be honest yeah so it's, yeah, that, that was, and that's that's not what I expect from, down this end. Usually, there's not enough acts to fill yeah, yeah, yeah. as opposed to too many.
0: That's it. Like I often see Graham posting sort of when it's the like toast or anything. Mm. Uh, which is just well, a, a great night. If you're yeah, it's in a great a, night, but that has a tendency to have about film. eleven or twelve people yeah. on if, it, if he overbooks it. <laughs> but I often see him say like, "Oh, I've had a bunch of people drop out. Like, who can do it?" And he's got to get people from Wales and that. Yeah, yeah. It was a, Whereas it was in a London, it's, for it. it's oh, I've had people drop out, and before you can finish the sentence, there's seventy odd people going on. Do it, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got a very. Ever, funny, have I'm have smashing you ever, a pro. Not no, you're not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> have you ever? Have you done? Have you ever done the Holly Bush in Cradley Heath?
0: No, I not think Outside so.
1: Birmingham. Oh, mate, that one. That always has, like, way too many acts on. They'll have, like, ten acts on, and then the last section will be an Edinburgh preview. Amazing. Length, length of show. In this really old pub that's... The guy only opens it up when he wants to put on events, so he doesn't look after it, so it's all mouldy and fallen apart as this venue. It's really... D- and he has, like, samosas for people backstage and stuff. <laughs> it's really dangerous, And the audience are just... If you do a load of cock jokes, they love you. If yeah. you don't, they're just going to stare at you and go, what the hell is this shit? Yeah. And it's just the weirdest, it's so weird gig. I recommend everyone does it, but it's, <laughs> you might not have a good time. There's no reason to think that it should go well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh
1: God. <laughs> That's like one of those. That, that one I remember doing, oh God, years ago and a mate of mine had like an Edinburgh preview and there was like a 20, 25 minute raffle before the last section to do an Edinburgh preview. Amazing. So the last section effectively was like an hour and a half long. Yeah, It was really,
0: that one dragged so I mean, much. I mean, I have uh, like, sort of near me in Essex, there's a few mm. sort of little villages dotted about mm. and they're the sort of places that, uh, that now when i say little village is dotted about i mean it's the sort of place where like in cornwall you'll go little village to little village to little village mm. uh and i've got to wonder if every single one of those villages has a gig the same as the ones in essex where right. at some point there will be a meat raffle right okay <laughs> <laughs> so before we bring on our headliner there's uh, oh yeah I'll, i've in
1: Cornwall. there was one in uh, i had one in Liscard once uh, which, list oh, this guy's a fucking shithole. I mean, really awful, just mm. terrible place. I've never been. And whew, there's, there's no reason for you to go there, trust me. Unless, unless you need to go there for whatever reason, there's just nothing there for you.
0: Duly but, noted.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, we went there because there, there was a bunch of, there was a run of gigs down in Cornwall that Graham had put on, uh, which him, me and Matt Price were on. And, oh, uh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, and Matt, Matt Price. The, the, it's, I always talk about him so highly because this is the gig that just put it in my head for Lisgard. Yeah, we walked in. Awful setup. No sort of like everyone's just by the bar chatting. Blah blah. blah. There's a meat raffle to start with. Incredible. Uh, Graham walks in and goes, "I'm not doing this gig," yeah. <laughs> and just immediately bails. And I said, "Well, I'll do it then. I'll, I'll open and see what happens." I, I mean there are deaths and then there's this i mean this is just awful heckled by like a dog and people just no interest yeah. at all. and then matt price goes on and just somehow works the room for 20 minutes and just turns it round in a way that i never thought was possible yeah. and it's just like this how the hell have you done this yeah 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 so, so it is. it's a it, work of art and yeah so you do get those ones in in cornwall where there's little villages yeah and the only, i think the only to make raffles there was the only time I've gigged in Essex was one in Greys. <laughs> I know, I know hey, what you're going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what the venue is, but <laughs> it's Trades like... Gate? Yes, yes, yeah, it is yeah,
0: that yeah, one, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Classic.
1: Yeah, and they Ray had... And Matthew's
0: classic gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well,
1: this, was, this was a few years ago, like 2015,
0: 2016. Yeah, it
1: doesn't run anymore. No, no, I've heard it's gone. <laughs> and because, uh, well, the time I did it, I can't remember what it was, but there was, a, there was a big screen playing like cricket
0: all in the background. Fucking
1: hell! What, what is this? A romantic date? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pretty much we're just drinking tea and, <laughs> and it
0: dinner. It. Mm, fair enough. It could so sweet, yeah. Yeah. Who's got a podcast mic? We we are currently recording a podcast. Mm. Oh. Nice. <laughs> uh, nice. Nice. Yeah, the sound of that gig reminds me of um, uh, if you have a gig with Paul Peary? Uh, Yes, I have, yeah. Yeah, because he is exceptional. He lives near me as well. Mm. Um, Oh, is he round that way? I thought he was uh, uh, further in Midlands. uh, No, he's in Essex, yeah. Oh, right. but I, I, I did a gig in Shoebury, like, round the corner from where I now live. Yeah, yeah. And Ash Friff was MC, and he tells his story all the time, so I'm going to finally tell the story as well. <laughs> so what, you think it's biased in his favour when he tells it? No, not at all. No, no, he <laughs> tells it exactly right, but it's just, <laughs> I've just not told the story myself. So it's just, like, a horrible, horrible little pub gig, and the guy didn't promote it at all, no, and we turned up, and he just turned around to his mates that were sitting in the pub, and they're all like pissed up mm. sort of 40-something, 40, 50-something-year-old, uh, just geezers who were standing yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. None of them wanted to hear anything, especially not my cerebral nonsense. <laughs> I had no interest whatsoever. But like, I got away of about eight to ten minutes maybe, and then this massive guy that was just an absolute wall of a human being, <laughs> um, just got up and I can't remember what he shouted, but he's just shouting stuff like the whole way through and I was sort of taking the mic out of him and that. And then, uh, yeah. and then he, he just got up and took the mic from me and said, I'm singing Firestarter now. And then I said, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I just sat down and I was done. And I was like, "That's we're not continuing <laughs> this. And then he sang Firestarter. And then Ash I said, right, we're gonna have a break and we may or may not be back in a minute. And Paul was walking around, going, "I'm not doing this. This is this is awful. Like this, is, I'm not playing this gig." And he walked outside, and he was just about to leave, and uh, he was going to jump over the wall outside to get to his car, just like just leave. Oh, to bail. Uh, yeah. And then, um, last minute, the he got talked into doing it mm. in sort of one way or another, and then he, he absolutely ripped it apart. Oh, really It was amazing. Like, like the, but but the, it couldn't be played. That gig could yeah, not yeah, be yeah. played. Yeah. And he, he smashed it. He hated it.
1: Right, but yeah. But he smashed it. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. But he had, he had the skill set to actually mm. get through it right, yeah. It was unreal. It was like... Um, well, it's a little bit different, but it's, it's where things you think are just totally against you. Where I remember doing... Um, I don't think it's at Tiger Tiger anymore, but it, it was the Leeds Comedy Club uh, that was in... I think it was Tiger Tiger, but they changed... They changed hands. I think most like, places yeah. have
0: been a Tiger, Tiger Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, And But they've cha- it's changed the venue, I can't remember what it is now, but then they've, so it changed hands and then they moved it somewhere else, I can't remember. So it's it, probably it's, like a
0: Justin Tonic or something. Yeah, yeah, but
1: it's, it's Alan Anderson's Right. Okay. He there, and he's just moved it somewhere else in, in Leeds. But um, I was on, it was during the World Cup in 2018. Amazing. Really hot day, no air conditioning downstairs in the venue. Uh, so it had, it had about 70 people there so it's a decent turnout we should have had maybe a few more yeah. all the things are against you but then I thought well if they've turned up for it they're specifically there for that and nothing else you would and think. all the rest of it yeah and on the bill uh, Lee Kyle was MC. Chris Purchase was on first, and me doing a middle, like, open spot for 10 minutes, and then Tom Horton, I think, was closing in. Oh, okay, it. Oh, Yeah, so good,
0: good, good I honor. thought, oh, yeah, yeah, I
1: thought, oh, with, with good acts here. Certainly, I knew, I know Lee Carl really well as well, so, mm. so I thought, oh, yeah, you on, yeah. And basically, everyone's there for it, except for about two drunks down the front who have just got a massive, like, ice bucket, bottles of champagne type yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. chatting all the way through. And, and, and Lee Kyle does a joke at the beginning where he talks about being in relationships and I can't remember the joke in ins and outs but it's about, it's about anal sex but he right. says the word hole okay. at some point. I can't remember what the punchline is so I would be able to deliver it but I'm just sort of muddling through what it is. But you've got the concept where he just says the word hole. Yeah. And it doesn't really get a laugh because the atmosphere is just sort of tainted by these two down the front. But when he says the word hole, the two down the front just shout out golf. Like that's got <laughs> something to do with it. He's like, what the hell are you talking about? I just, well, you just said hole. So I just thought I'd say golf. I was like, you don't even shout out golf during golf. You shout out four. So that, that is level of idiots down the front. Yeah. Chris Purchase goes on and it, it's really clear that all the attention is being directed towards these two people just because you can't get rid of them. And so, to, to be fair to him, Chris perseveres all the way through and does about 20 minutes. I think by the last, like, sort of five or six, he's actually got more attention out of all of them mm. and does all right. But it was a real struggle. Like, you would see how hard he was working his ass off. Yeah. In the break before me and Tom are on, those two people leave and so they're not there and me and Tom had easily the greatest gigs of our lives oh, in terms of how because you could just hear these, cheered up. Yeah, yeah and the audience there's like an audible sigh of relief when everyone finds mm. out they've gone and so it's just those little things that just change
0: oh, it's man. so ridiculous it's absolutely it's funny isn't it what was uh, like I had um, <laughs> I was doing a show in Edinburgh once and like it's full room mm. must have got about sort of 25 ish minutes in and there just two people at the back that like they looked displeased everyone else looked like they were enjoying it but just audibly it was nothing yeah yeah sure suddenly these two people got up and walked out but like really politely and they were just they just said (laughs) i sort of spoke to them and they said oh i'm sorry like it's it's not for us and i was like fine whatever cool see you later and um and they left. And then suddenly, the entire room... Now, like bearing in mind, they were sitting at the back, so nobody could even see that they were pissed <laughs> off. But suddenly, the entire room just, like, loved everything that I was saying. I was yeah. like, was going on? I was like, what, what was it about those two? Like, did they <laughs> hurt you on the way in? <laughs> it's
1: so weird. Yeah, they probably had a reputation as yeah. ruining gigs yeah, because yeah. they've gone to someone else to ruin half an hour of theirs. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: so odd. Yeah. People,
1: people are really weird about what they like and it, it's it's so bizarre like it, it, if, you look at, if you look at it on paper there's no reason that anyone should or shouldn't like anything like even if we like uh, to get back to the theme of this podcast like <laughs> tea yeah. the idea that people go oh no I, I only drink PG I don't drink Tetley's or whatever mm. the real idea is is that they couldn't explain to you with any concise detail yeah 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 why it is it's just the fact of the matter is they happen to do it and then sort of post conclusion they have to then sort of rationalize it with a load of sort of yeah. pseudo logic and all the rest of it and the reality is people just like what they like yeah. it's it's just it's it's just a weird thing about humans they've no. sort of like like almost like just glitch in their head that Absolutely,
0: It switches for some things and not others. Like I often talk about how I hate Marmite, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, "Oh, just oh, I, it's, it's horrible, it's horrible." I had it once; it was nasty. Like it ruined my day. <laughs> Looking back, <on> it, <laughs> I've never had to. I've never had Marmite. I've got no idea, but I just assume that I don't like it. And made up this scenario in my head where I've had it and it ruined my day. <laughs> and I was like, "I can't, I can't touch the stuff." Yeah, yeah. It's horrendous. That's like uh, that's like the thing with
1: um, like with any sort of. Um, uh, like any sort of entertainment, particularly with comedy, but also say music or uh, any anything performance, right? Yeah. People either tell you how much they love it or they tell you how much they hate it. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. Very few, but they won't tell the you middle. about how
0: much they hate it. They tell you that it's shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so their
1: opinion <laughs> is the objectively yeah, yeah. correct one.
0: It's, it's like it's, people talking about Coldplay and say Coldplay is shit. It's like no, you yeah. don't like Coldplay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. They're awful. Just no, no. You don't. I think you'll find millions of people like yeah, and, and the, pe-
1: the people that are usually the most animated about why they hate something, or even the most animated about why they like something, actually have never really had, Say, say with music, they've never an instrument in their hand. Yeah. Or they don't know the ins and outs of what it means to say tour or be in a band. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or same with like comedians, like you don't know what it's like to just sit in a coffee shop with a notepad and come up with nothing all day for hours, <laughs> yeah. and then have to do a sort of a slightly decent gig, and then the next day you absolutely tear out tons of material, yeah. But then try it out and it fails, and then some of it work. You know all the ups and downs. They don't yeah. see any of that, so they don't know. But they'll happily tell you why someone's crap. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. they'll happily
1: tell you what they do and don't like. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: funny, is it? So pa- people, people are insane. Yeah. <laughs> them. Tell them we. Mm. we're done half gonna, half. No, we've, say, we've, we've got dinner here got so uh, our battery's is doing okay I think but yeah. we've've we've, we've got dinner here and mm. we're both sort of tentatively munching upon it but at some point I think we both like to dig in properly oh, yeah um, so we're, we're just we're just doing well, a sort well, of moderately well, short well I've got through my tea as well because yeah no, so have just I. polished it off it's, it's very nice mm. yeah smashed right through it thank you very much clean tea company turns out he didn't tell me his name so I don't feel bad I um, oh, what? Not even in the emails. Yeah, I checked. It's fine. So you, you're going to uh, Australia. Mm, mm. You're part of that. Uh, who, who's going? So it's you, Graham, and and Matt Price. Great, because uh, because
1: Matt and Graham have known each other for a bit anyway. Because mm. uh, what? Well, because Matt's from Cornwall originally. He can come oh, down to okay. see his dad, and then do loads of gigs for Graham. So he's, he's known him for a while in terms of whatever Graham's been putting on. And then I've i gigged with Matt loads of times and saw him only like early this month and sort of thing and uh yeah so it was weird because we were talking about wanting to do a cornish comedy showcase yeah in terms of in terms of three of us because i don't think it, you see a lot of them of like uh scottish showcase or irish mm. or welsh or blah blah yeah we're, we're trying to sort
0: out an Essex one but we
1: like we always talk about it and just never got around to sorting it yeah, out yeah and, and with with cornish i don't think there's been anything like that as well and yeah it's at least an angle to sort of you know, it's all about marketability and just selling stuff, all right, and blah, blah, blah. And uh, we're talking about it and thinking, oh, should we do it in Edinburgh? And blah, blah, blah. And I, you know, I always want to go up to Edinburgh and do stuff. So expensive. Yeah, the amount of money I can spend probably can keep me up there for four days. Yeah, it's yeah, rubbish. Yeah. And then we, we were looking into it, and then Adelaide Fringe, we've only got like a run of four days or whatever, but oh. we're, we're, we're going to try and get out there for like two and a half weeks.
0: Yeah, you can do other shows, right? Yeah, exactly.
1: So, because Matt Price has been out there loads of times, so he can actually just go, oh, get these guys on for do 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, get, you know, a couple of quid here and there. And uh, the price overall for flights and accommodation and booking out shows is way less than going to Edinburgh. Is it really? Well, it's not, uh, well, it maybe in total with flights as well, you're still coming under, mm. but it is shocking how being on the other side of the world
0: yeah.
1: for a fringe festival costs less than one That's in your own country. Unreal. It's absolutely uh, unreal. You look at how much accommodation has gone up in, in Edinburgh. Yeah. You just. Unless you stay miles outside and get a bus and taxis and stuff all the time, yeah, but then yeah. that then that then feeds back into itself. It, well, it
0: ends up working out the same, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah.
1: Unless well, unless you can unless you can get a deal with something or have your own transport for enough and then walk. Yeah. In a but then bit. it's
0: park. You can't park in Edinburgh. Yeah, so exactly.
1: So so the idea is that you're you've still got
0: to park in Leith and walk in is.
1: Yeah, well, the, the, the closest I ever got to was it's not a million miles away from Holyrood, but you, you're 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 having to walk past that. Uh, oh i forget what it's called but it's like a big park area that you you come in from, yeah, from the it, yeah. from the east side of it uh you can park just outside of there before right. it ter- starts turning into the proper center of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. of the of the of the city and that's still like a 20 minute walk before you get to a mile or whatever because yeah. it's it's just it's just ages away that's the best i could do and you just think and for, and for, for going to adelaide i think well maybe we might have a a different accommodation for the first couple of days when we're recovering from jet lag effectively. Yeah. But then for the for the days when we're actually looking to gig, our venue is right outside the accommodation. Amazing. So I mean, we're not even we're not even that, you know, hassled by this and the other. Yeah. And it's it's just it is crazy how you do this. And the idea that we can spend a bit of time leading up to it. Because the thing with Edinburgh as well is if you do a full run of like twenty odd days Unless you get there like a week in advance as well and yeah. you can beat the other flyers to get yourself a foothold yeah, yeah, yeah. for things that are coming up three or four weeks in the future, you've really got to be on it every day all the yeah. time. Whilst if you're doing like a four day run in Adelaide, I don't know, I don't know exactly what it's like, but by the sounds of it, you've got, we've got a bit more time to actually sort of lean into the festival as opposed right, okay. to you're always under the cosh of I've got to go here I've got to do this gig mm. I've got to do my own I've got a flyer I've got to meet this person there's a... in Edinburgh it's so busy all the time it's just so oh it's ridiculous that's that's the thing I always hate about even just being up there as a punter it's just there's so many people with so much options around there. yeah 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 you just get inundated with stuff it's absolutely ridiculous
0: yeah it's, it's tough like yeah mm. but what's funny is it, as well is like other acts in Edinburgh will be Sort of going around going, oh, why is no one coming to my show? And so it's, <laughs> it's not that they're not going to your show, it is a little bit, but it's also that they're going to other people's shows. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's a million
1: options. You can't expect everyone yeah, to even see your Literally thousands of it. shows. Yeah. And a lot of people, I don't I didn't even know what it's like with a lot of flyering, but actually I think if you took the stats on how much flyering does on, say, the Royal Mile or Calgate mm. or Grassmarket or whatever, you... you the number of people that will come in, say, last minute, because you've literally just put a flyer in their hand an yeah. the hour before. I mean, that, if, if you can get that to work each time, or you can exit flyer a show that's coming up round the corner from yours, you, you're kind of doing all right then. You're kind yeah. of on board with it and all the rest of it. But otherwise, it's, it's, you know, you've know you got hope for the best. You can't yeah, really yeah, do yeah. too much. Unless, unless you've got a massively amazing marketing team and PR well, yeah, and which, huge which posters left, right and center. You've
0: got to pummel thousands into it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, forget. so you
1: end up losing so massively. And that's yeah. why I think with, with Adelaide, we'll try and run off flyers and posters yeah. and do do typical things anyway. But we've got so much time of like free time leading up to the four day run of shows yeah. for ourselves that hopefully if we can fill out all of them, you know, you sell it as this it's sold out first world exclusive show yeah, yeah, da, 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 yeah. at Fringe at Adelaide Fringe da, da, da. you've got an accolade then to actually sort of be proud of yeah. because you've had the time to do it well as opposed to just continually being under the cosh of going yeah. how That's are we it. doing it's, how are we looking there's no forward? respite it's just no no it's, it's just relentless
0: yeah and <laughs> like you say there's no time to sort of to to set yourself up beforehand it's just Ooh. Cool, I'm in mean, Edinburgh, whoa! Yeah, and you, don't, and you don't have, even if it
1: goes really, really well for you, you don't necessarily have enough time to sort of enjoy that and reap the benefits yeah, of doing you don't get to reflect well.
0: on it. Yeah. But that's the thing, you don't even get to improve on anything half the time because you're you do you doing what you're doing. You just go, right, I need to go do four other spots and I need to write 10 minutes of new stuff for this gig where no one's going to be. And yeah, yeah, and I think it,
1: by the sounds of it, I mean, certainly when, like lots of podcasts, but particularly if people say, um, uh, Richard Herring's podcast talk about it a lot with, like, say, Simon Munnery or Stuart Lee mm. or people who were doing it in the 80s type thing and the, the early 90s. And uh, even I remember going up a couple of years ago and I met Andy Zaltzman at one of his shows yeah, afterwards. And uh, yeah, he was talking about how in the early days, in like 98, 99 or whatever, you'd do the end of a fringe and there was no such thing as a free fringe that you could get onto. Yeah. So he was just losing thousands of pounds oh, as a really? nobody. He was like John Oliver type thing. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but it still sounded like there was enough room to breathe, so to speak, because it wasn't inundated yeah. and absolutely saturated with comedy all the time. And that you know, people went up with half written shows, so they'd have half That's an hour it. they'd That's definitely the do, first and it was at the time, wasn't yeah, it? yeah. It and so you actually use the end fringe as like a as a as a as a stomping ground for improvement yeah. as opposed to going here's
0: my set hour it's taking a place, seriously. it seriously <laughs> because it's supposed to be a place to work on your show before mm. you go and tour that show yeah but now it's Although I think, my show needs to be perfect so I can so, win awards I think
1: someone like Tim Vine does still do that he, he goes up with a show he uses it as a springboard to go into a tour yeah. as opposed to as opposed to thinking this is the touring show that I've now brought Edinburgh yeah I think I might be wrong on that front but I'm well if Tim Vine brain, can do it
0: uh, <laughs> Oh God! Well, he had <laughs> he had, a, he
1: had an absolutely insanely massive poster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The year he wasn't even there, don't think. Yeah, which got that's everyone so talking funny. about it. But that's the thing: is that marketing and selling yourself and having the right, again, the right PR people and the right flyers and all the rest of it. Yeah. Like Matt Price did it, I think, last year and had loads of money spent on flyers, but it still didn't work out for him oh, because really? they were a bit useless or, well, not. I don't I don't want to land anyone in it, but it sounded like it just you'd think with the amount of money going into it, this would turn over a huge number of people. It just wasn't working that way. And you know, it's it's always a risk, no matter how much you put in or, It's it's so ridiculous. And <laughs> so, that's why it's that's why so looking hard. that's why looking at like I mean literally a festival on the other side of the world yeah could be more beneficial for you as even even just as a as a
0: as a selling point if you've done something worthwhile absolutely like it, the, can, it can actually
1: pay off as a good experience. The thing with those
0: is, uh, Australian festivals that I've seen as well is mm. uh, they're just great launch pads for more stuff in Australia. Yes, where like it's easier to get on TV and mm. like sort of play the bigger clubs and stuff. But I wouldn't. I mean, for me. Because uh, from, from what it looks like anyway
1: let's. well for me I mean for me I, I'm, I'm not going in it with any real uh, uh, expectation of being leaning on to other stuff because yeah, I to know that I'm such a no name individual who, who effectively is the resident compare of Cornwall gigs I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. that's effectively what I do And uh, but the idea that it's an experience that you know you can stick around and watch other showcases of stuff and go all oh, right, this is how it's done and you can mm. actually chat to people which you is effectively learn. what you'd want from something like Edinburgh but because it's so busy, you don't know where the best place to be. Absolutely. Or who's going to be around at any one time? You've got to time everything so perfectly. Yeah. It, it just
0: sounds like such an ordeal. It's the last time I went for a sort of extended period of time because mm. um, I went up a couple of years ago, like for a couple of days. Mm. I couldn't go last year because I was buying a house. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine I I'm drained so all it's, your money out here. It's somewhat. Um, <laughs> so the year before that, when I went up, mm. like I, I did my show, and I think I did, I don't know. Like a few days I, I did like two or three other spots mm. but largely I just hung out just mm. had a really good time and yes. just saw a bunch of shows and like I talked to my friends and said what have you seen that you like and they say oh I've seen this and I'm like great let's go and see that yeah yeah. and then I, t- yeah. I had the best time it's yeah, really yeah. good like there's yeah. no stress yeah yeah the
1: last the last couple of times I've been up I've had more of that sort of experience of just socializing so to mm. speak And, I, and uh, but the first time I we went up I was just uh, I was just effectively an MC for a double hander show that mates of I were doing right, so okay. I just basically came on and split them up as opposed to them introducing each other Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it was, just, it was just easy to do like effectively five minutes every day Yeah. and uh, I remember seeing loads of shows and it was what year was it like 2013 but I remember it distinctly because it was the first year that Ian Cognito had come back
0: uh, okay.
1: after taking like a 15 year break because yeah. he was like oh it's full of kids that fucking hate the Fringe and then he <laughs> came back for some reason I don't know why and he was selling, he was selling his autobiography and Graham Wilkes wanted to Oh, he's here. Speak of the devil. Yeah. Hello. Remember that time, uh, well, I remember going up to Fringe and buying for Graham, Ian Cognito's autobiography, yeah. which he was selling after his gigs for like seven quid. And I remember seeing him, and I only had a fiver on me, so I said, oh mate, can you give me, can you give me your autobiography for someone else for a fiver? He goes, oh, just fucking have it. He was, really, he was really pissed off about it, and I felt a bit bad. So on the last day that we were up, I went to his show again, yeah. not to go see it, but to see him outside, and I was like, oh, Ian, I've uh, I got your autobiography the other day for two quid short. Here's the two pound I owe you. You can have it. And he looked at me with like just his eyes open, and he goes, "You mate have almost restored my faith in humanity." <laughs> which I thought was just such a touching moment. It was really great. And he was he was he had like a two pint glass of Guinness with him all the time, type thing. And those are the memories I had of Edinburgh, way more than which you know yeah. agents have met or all the people that you're selling yourself to. That those were those were way more important to me. Yeah,
0: I just loved them so much. Yeah. Better memories. He also yeah,
1: wrote yeah,
0: That totally. book uh, to Graham, you. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just just great. great I <laughs> Amazing. I was just checking in. Oh yeah. So, yeah, no worries. Ha- no. ha- ha- how are you, Graham? I'm all right. Well, I shall leave you guys. I'm very sorry for interrupting. Yeah. I'm no, sure no, awesome. we've well, done that once. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've had a few. Thank you. He came in. He said, "Who's it. got the podcast, Mark?" I was like, "Well, actually." Conveniently. Good luck. Catch a bit. Yeah. Good, Graham. Like, like Graham Wilkes, everybody. Yeah, the the person it on the show that we want to do. I may I may not leave that in. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, have I that did. Nonsense, that I
1: way. did. Uh, I, I remember doing a podcast very briefly, where is it? Was, it the, I couldn't justify it because it basically just turned into a com-com pod. Which right. Is okay. Basically, a lot of conversations I think between comedians do that. Mm. But uh, it was basically it was it was talking about bad gigs. So like we were talking about say Liscard or Traitor's Gate, Yeah. Yeah. Those <laughs> like, memories, and uh, I remember having. A couple of mates of mine who were knocking around like York and these where I was at the time, and uh, a mate of mine he had a gig in Stoke
0: or like
1: Burslem or somewhere around there. Right. So, but a rough, a rough gig where there's a lot of drunk people in, and uh, and it's so, it's so ridiculous happened where a bloke grabbed his balls because it's part of Inter- Okay. It's about it was about audience interaction where you had to you had to get him on and like after I can't remember the real premise of it, but you had to get you had to get this guy to really sort of like make contact with him so right, this guy because okay. he thinks it's hilarious he's going to grab his knob yeah and uh, and because he's effectively on stage he can't he can't relinquish the territory you've got yeah, to still yeah, be in yeah, command yeah. of gear. so he let this guy do this for like 30 seconds a minute or whatever Jesus. and he's telling me the story i was just thinking this is ridiculous and then he revealed that in that gig his mum was in the audience watching it oh, and God. i burst out laughing and i had to just stop and i, I edited out about three or four minutes of me just cackling because there's no way you can keep that in just the conversation jesus so i know what you feel like where you need those sort of good cut off points of like a big clap yeah, yeah, yeah. to know where there should be an edit point and yeah. stuff
0: oh, that's funny <laughs> do you know the uh the natis showcase that um I, I did it once mm. and uh, i got introduced as C. D. abez which uh, is not my name no, no uh, I was going to think how they've got that so wrong but like I knew sort of 90% of the acts that were on and they were all laughing and I say 90% because I think there were 100 um, <laughs> and uh, there was a guy who was doing a bit and I ran into him recently actually because he said oh mate, um, we met ages ago I was like oh did we like I didn't remember him It's years no, ago no no I never remember people at all and um, <laughs> I'm normally quite good at rem- remembering people oh, really? but sometimes yeah But he just said, we met ages ago. I was that guy that uh, got put in a headlock on stage and I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) So there's some guy and he's doing a bit and he asked a guy to come up on stage, like just some random audience member, bearing in mind that at the Natis, it's like 27,000 acts, uh, five judges and two audience members. Um, (laughs) And this guy came up on stage and he was absolutely mad. And as soon as he got up there, I think that's what it was. He asked him to take his jumper off for him, right? And instead of doing that, he just put him in a headlock. Right. And then just like he just they were basically fighting on stage. And yeah. Like he's trying to push him off just going like what are you doing? What are you doing? And he's just like getting him in a headlock. And we're all sitting there going, should we get like so is the this, actors did it. We like, <laughs> we weren't sure if this was like if they were in it together or what. If he was in trouble and he was in trouble it turns out. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah, just, course, yeah. it's absolutely insane. Yeah. <laughs> And he invited that to happen, so... Well, yeah, it was. Well, that, but
1: that's the thing with a lot of gigs down in Cornwall, where it, before, like, and a lot of these, I'd have been absolutely shit-scared and so terrified yeah. talking to people, blah, blah, blah. But now you've seen completely everything under the sun. Yeah. Like, this gig we're about to do, this one I'm this holding out a bit of hope that actually the right sort of people are going to turn up, because you've actually promoted it a lot, so I think the sort of people that want to come to it will, and there's not just going to be, like, stragglers and yeah absolutely nut jobs type things but i remember the one i can't remember which one it was everyone, like in the so nice, so. hey. everyone in the bar so far yeah, seems nice everyone in the bar so far nice. yeah it's 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 it could it could be a really nice gig and it has been on on some gigs a lot of times <laughs> mm. but the, i remember i think it was the fourth one but it's the one that ignacio lopez was headlining and basically a load of the audience just did bumps of coke in the toilets throughout the whole gig classic like not even like not even like they were doing it during the break that, that annoying thing where people get up out of their seats and you think, oh, they're going to go get a pint. No, these people are going to do a line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. type thing. That, that's how. That's the sort of people who I don't think have been back since because they've realised how much of an asshole it. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping anyway. But uh, yeah, that that was like this kind of thing of like I was totally. I thought I was totally prepared for gigs until these sort of ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you see something new and even more, and so it just desensitises you to everything else yeah. but I don't think I would probably be able to work too well if someone grabbed my penis or put me in a headlock
0: I think that no. would probably be
1: out of my depth I don't imagine it's...
0: I'd react too politely no no, no, no <laughs> I'd tell them to fuck off immediately yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I'm, I'm a polite guy I uh... <laughs> I'm not a fan of confrontation, but I will tell someone No, to. I avoid it at all costs. Yeah. <laughs> Literally anything I can do. Yeah. That is a uh, good grief. Well, fingers crossed that doesn't happen tonight. And uh, I, I'm, I'm almost certain it won't. I'm, I'm opening and <laughs> you're warming the crowd up for me. So <laughs> usually, usually, yeah. The, 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 if the, it goes the, wrong, it's your fault. I think that's what <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've,
1: I've had that so many times where I've, I've felt like... Oh, I've totally done a bad job with this. one. Yeah. fuck yeah. <laughs> It just don't yeah.
0: think not think like, uh, is. Not like toast where they just, they lap up everything. Yeah, they love everything. Even, <laughs> even when they're being weird, they love it. And they, they're often weird. I was MC in a gig once. Uh, just in Southend, but like, mm. it was a bunch of people that I knew, but I think they were all on coke and sort of <laughs> various things. No, nah, I mean, around that sort of area, like Essex area, I would not be surprised if every gig. It's <laughs> reasonably common. Yeah. And, um, but I was trying to talk to the audience and they decided they hated me, even though I knew a lot of them. But like <laughs> That's a really bad story. I, I don't think that was why, but they were just like, they were being Good horrible. And they're really hard to deal with, and they just like they just sat there staring at me like they wanted me to die. Yeah, yeah. And I was I was dying. <laughs> but all of the acts were having a really good time, so I just ended up being on stage saying, "Hey, I know you all hate me, but I've got to fill up some time, so I'm going to carry on talking that's, for five minutes." That's very much what that
1: uh, traitor's gate gig felt like. Yeah. Where it was like, uh, like like I said there was, a, there was a big screen with the cricket on, yeah, like one day international, which Mate, had to be turned off for the gigs Oh, to they start. don't like it when
0: that happens. No, so they, they really did not care. I did the first one serious. of those gigs and we had to turn the darts off and they were livid. Yeah, yeah, and then there's people in that side bit playing pool.
1: Yeah. Where there's no sort of barrier to drown out the sound of clacking yeah. and all the rest of it. And uh, I remember I remember a really drunk woman who was like the sort of person who like just answers back everything. Like yeah. the sort of centre of attention. Like like just a typical drunk who thinks it's about them. Yeah. And she was... She was just every every act she just spoke to her. Yeah. There was no point in doing stuff because it would then it would just it would ruin the rhythm. Like yeah, your yeah, only yeah. chance was just to just to mock people in the room. That's all you could do. Yeah. Blokes at the bar, wood up front. People they pull,
0: they're the targets, not not yeah. jokes. Not jokes, they don't want jokes. At that gig, some guy who had half his ear bitten off. Jesus Christ. Uh, came up to me and my mate afterwards, and he just said, you know what you boys need to do? You just need to take the piss out of the audience a bit more. And we were like, okay, thank you very much. <laughs> I, I don't think I would want to take the piss out of someone who's had their ear bitten off. No. Because their track but, record to me suggests that I'm not going to like come up with two ears. Well, no. But you could also look at that and say he's obviously not very good at fighting because he's missing part of his ear. So maybe the odds are, you know, it's not too bad.
1: It was, <laughs> I, think, I think with that gig, uh, there's a couple of gigs as well where there's like a string of uh, St George's flags yep. outside the club, yeah, yeah. not even on the inside, they showcase on the outside. Yeah. There was one in Hull that I remember doing. And where... a lot of uh, British bulldog tattoos. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. Where's that? And uh, I remember doing one in Hull where it was in a rugby club. And uh, it's, it's quite a nice gig. And actually, the guy who runs it actually runs quite nice gigs, actually. And uh, I didn't think it would be a bad one. Mm. But before I was on first, the MC was going, oh, give me a cheer if you support the rugby club. And they go, woo. Uh, give, uh, give me a cheer if you're in Hull uh, locally. Woo. Uh, give me a uh, cheer if you support the troops. And like the biggest oh, cheer yeah. I've ever heard in my life. And I immediately thought, I'm going to die. There's no, there's nothing in my act. But like literally, <laughs> well, yeah, possibly. But I, 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 only thing that I could salvage was like just having a go at some dumb kid down the front. He was on his phone, like, like so he was a really worthy yeah. target in my eyes. Because a- anything with subtlety and anything that required thought, I was just yeah yeah yeah. I yeah. bailed on and just did. I wouldn't say the hackiest, but certainly the easiest go-to responses to this kid. Yeah. And, oh, right, I survived that one. Well done. I did. I had an all right gig there. Because that year, I hadn't, it hadn't, the gig hadn't been going for two minutes, and I already knew this is not my crowd. Yeah, I yeah. just knew immediately. I just thought this is this is not for me. Not so ideal. That's what that is. Yeah, yeah. It's It was, oh, mate. It was fun gig though, but just I've
0: never been more sure of something in my life. Yeah, that's how clear it was. This is not for me. No, no, God no. (laughs) Yeah, good grief. Well, fingers crossed. I'll just say this gig is not going to be that way. Yeah, that's it. I think my burger is going to be probably be cold by now. (laughs) It's warm, it's warmish. So I think I think it's time to eat. So. I mean, I have actually got a couple of listeners in Australia. Oh, wonderful. Because uh, Carl Donnelly was my first guest. Yes. And then about three weeks later he went to Australia and all of a sudden, like, there were quite a reasonable amount of downloads and then when he went to Australia, there were like seven, seven yeah. more. So it's like, yeah, 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 cool. So, and now I've got regular listeners in Australia. So well, um, I,
1: I, I, I would so think it's so a good thing. Where are you on? Uh, well, this is why my prep of being able to plug stuff is quite inept, because I don't know. You don't have, know? <laughs> no, I know, I, know, I know what days it should be between right. the 12th and the 15th of March.
0: Okay. Do you know uh, what it's
1: called? In Adelaide. Yeah, it'll be the, com- uh, the Cornish Comedian Showcase, uh, cool. possibly with lol dark as as part of the subtitle. Because we wanted, basically, we wanted to get in on the idea that Dark apparently is a show, a BBC show that's hugely popular in Australia. Oh, is it really? Which is a Cornish-based show in the 18th century. Film down the road. Yeah, and so we thought, oh, can we have a tie-in with that? Or at least just sort of latch onto it. So I said, well, why not just Long Dark or something like that? So we are gonna call the show that. But then there's some technicalities on Facebook because it's not parody, and so we just, you can right, use it under the artistic right of parody which I think you can get away with but because it's not that we can not we might be able to mention it in like tweets and stuff like yeah, hashtag yeah, yeah. Loldark Can you not like, just do a
0: joke about Poldark? Yeah can yeah we, <laughs> can, we, can,
1: we can talk about it but I don't think we can call it that because it's advertising based on something that isn't ours Right okay Yeah so, so you might be able to find it through that hashtag but yeah. at the Cornish Comedian Showcase at the Adelaide Fringe you look for that you'll find it There you go What dates? Do you uh, know? 12th to 15th of March yeah. and it's on at
0: Somewhere, sometime. Yeah, somewhere at some time. Yeah, it's in a hotel. Uh, if,
1: yeah, and they probably, o- only have, they probably only have like two hotels, not Adelaide. I would have yeah, well, I yeah. wouldn't have totally gone in, in it. it. Yeah, likely. <laughs> Uh so you probably find it quite easily and uh, it's on I think it's on later in the evening like uh like 8-ish, 8 8:30 something cool. like.
0: That. So look out for that the, yeah. yeah, you can you should yeah. be able to find it easily if you if you're looking for it. Good. And I'll try and find out the actual information for great. <laughs> yeah, Graham. in post. You and can I'll, actually put, put this it on. on the uh I'll put it on the podcast description and uh yeah. Speaking of uh social tags, what you got?
1: Uh I'm on like Instagram, uh Twitter, <laughs> Uh, Facebook page. Uh, yeah. Daniel Triscott will be in all of them. Sometimes it's D Triscott jokes, uh, so at D Triscott jokes for Go Instagram. Go on, let's and let's Twitter. do it
0: specifically Instagram.
1: Uh, uh, Instagram. I'll tell you what. I'll get it out because they are slightly different. Right. Uh, but I've tried to unify them all so that I'm not uh, haplessly.
0: I'm, I'm quite lucky. I'm, I'm the only side eggs. So yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I thought I would have thought that actually, but I think Daniel is is fairly. I think because I know there's, a, there's another like, there's some bricklayer in Plymouth who's got the same name as me no, really. <laughs> it just makes it difficult yeah Instagram is at dtriscottjokes cool so dtriscottjokes dtriscottjokes uh, yeah and then Twitter uh, I believe is exactly the same for dtriscottjokes and then uh, Facebook is Daniel Triscott it's just a comedy page cool so yeah so uh, you should be able to find me through there it's pretty
0: easy excellent cool. right, I always. mean I'll put that all on the description as well unless you want a bricklayer in which case it's awful yeah <laughs> Have a, have a word of him. Uh, probably <laughs> good
1: rates. Do tie-in. So then when they come to my page, they go, Oh, do you need a wall building? Yeah. 20% off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. See, that's, that's why I don't do the fringe, because I'm bad at marketing. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, you, you've got an angle now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have
1: to do some of his gigs. Oh, people are filling up our... Sorry, I've just looked into our venue, and people are actually filling up the seats. Oh, oh sweet. The doors haven't even opened yet, <laughs> yeah. have they? Uh, I think they might have opened, but we're not due to start for a while. So sweet. It's got time ugly. to eat this
0: burger. Yeah. I've got time for shirt. Yeah, awesome. Wicked. Well, thanks very much for coming no, on. thanks Honey. it's been very yeah, enjoyable. It's been Lovely. very enjoyable Nice indeed. tea, nice conversation. Lovely tea. Thanks very much to awesome. The Clean Tea Company once again. Thumbs uh, up from me. Yeah, thumbs up from us both. Awesome. Um, you can find them at thecleanteacompany.uk on Instagram and thecleanteacompany.co.uk on the world wide web uh don't forget to get in touch with me it's a uh, tea party pod at gmail.com that is the letter t party pod at gmail.com funnily enough th- what's weird there's a lot of american uh, podcasts that are called like the tea party podcast or tea party oh yeah yeah, sure yeah but it's like we I, I, a lot of them are sports based <laughs> i think they are going to be political there's a couple of political <laughs> ones there's quite a few like american football based ones yeah And oddly enough, I found one today that... So my Instagram tag is at Tea Party Pod. Yeah. And there's one on there which is at Tea Party Podcast. Mm. And I was like... And they got their logo's like a cup of tea. And I was Mm. like, oh, well, it's going to be all about... It's about Taylor Swift. (laughs) (laughs) Right. What? What is... It's so weird. That's... Yeah, that's... Yeah. Well, that's, that's bad advertising. Yeah. But, like, I've got a few American... Uh, listeners and I, I wonder if they're just trying to find stuff uh, out about, uh, it was, it about was Taylor like, Swift. It was like years ago when they started. Not to
1: drag on the podcast any longer, but I think <laughs> I think Slipknot.com yeah. was a knitting site.
0: So <laughs> you know, the really? band had to
1: have like Slipknot One.org or something or something along those lines. Oh, that's so funny. So loads of people who were new metal fans were turning up to this knitting site yeah, for yeah, Slipknot yeah. tutorials. Oh, that's absolutely incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know it happens a lot.
0: <laughs> that's funny. What a great note to end on. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for coming on, man. Let's have a good right, gig. Thanks I'll, uh, very much. I'll, I'll, I'll say in the intro whether or not it was indeed a good gig. Yeah, <laughs> let's like, go. Fingers crossed. Awesome. Right. right. See you later, guys. Jeez, man. Have thanks. A good one. Bye. Later, guys. So that was Daniel Triscott. Lovely chat. I think you'll agree. I think we got away with it sound wise without having my laptop on me because I'm an idiot. So don't forget to follow him on Instagram and Twitter at dtriscottjokes. So that is D. T-R-I-S-C-O-T-T-J-O-K-E-S. You know that's spelled jokes, I hope. And on Facebook, just find him as Daniel Triscott. He's got a page on there, so give that a follow. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. You can find all the social links. And that, again, is at Tea Party Pod. So, at the letter T, -T 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 Party Pod, on Instagram and Twitter. I think if you put in facebook.com forward slash teapartypod, you can also find the Facebook page. Can't remember exactly. And if you want to get in touch and comment on anything that we've said or suggest comedians you think would be good on the podcast or suggest tea companies to get involved with, give us a shout at teapartypod at gmail.com. Again, letter teapartypod at gmail.com. And I'll put links in the description. Thanks very much for listening. I'll see you next time. Oh, I mean, I've got I've got many. I've got many recordings actually lined up for once. So, uh, yeah, it feels good. I've got a few coming in the next few weeks, some very interesting characters, some incredible comedians and other such folk. So, yeah, y- y- you're in for a treat. You're welcome. Uh, until the next time, be good. I love you. Drink tea. Bye.